Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Are you frustrated by your typical hunting and fishing magazines? Are you tired of reading content meant for guys up north or in the Midwest? Don't get left behind following the guidance of guys who don't hunt and fish in your home state. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors magazine subscription and become a better Southern outdoorsman. Great Days Outdoors magazine can be found at your local Barnes & Nobles, Books A Million, Tractor Supply Company, Rule King, Bass Pro Shops, or you can save and buy online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. And brought to you by Hilton's Real-Time Navigator. The days of heading out and blindly looking for good fishing areas are pretty much over. Don't waste your time and money on fuel searching for fish. You need the most recent, highest resolution images to not only know where to go, but to know where not to go. The knowledge provided by today's technology is critical when planning an offshore fishing trip. Make the choice that professional captains all over the Gulf make and choose Hilton's real-time navigator. The easy-to-use interface and real excellent customer service will have you on fish every time you go. Check it out at hiltonsoffshore.com. And brought to you by Bucks Island Marina. At bucksislands.com, you can check out the full list of inventory from new and used bass, pontoon, bow rider-style boats, new and used motors, as well as kayaks for sale. They love trade-ins, which provide a steady stream of used boats. They can rig your boat at their 18-bay service department or ship your new motor anywhere in the United States. They provide boat service on all kinds of boats, even if they weren't purchased from Brooks Island. They have factory trained and certified technicians, so visit them at 4500 Highway 77, Southside, Alabama 35907, or give them a call at 256-442-2588. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brian Sand. Thank you for joining us today. Man, as we said last week, it ain't much changed. It is wintertime, has finally showed up in the beautiful state of Alabama, and uh, I know the water temperature's cooled off as well as the air temperature. Still, just the people I'm talking to around the state is very encouraging with our fishing right now. It's almost a little strange that uh, people are catching fish as shallow as they're catching them. Uh, usually that starts a little later in the year. You still would think that they would be on that wintertime pattern. And maybe some of them have moved back out there. I know there's always fish on the ledges, but it's been really cool to hear some of these guys talking about catching fish up shallow. So I'm looking forward later in the show today to hearing some, some of our local fishermen in Alabama, uh, and see where they're catching them right now. But our first segment today, I'm really excited about y'all listen to our show you know we've got tony adams brad whitehead we got a lot of good leap hits lots of good crappie fishermen that call in here and i keep hearing about this jig called an eye hole jig and and man it's uh, it's something i never heard of before and when i started talking with tony last week on the show he he started telling me about this company and this jig and that they were a local alabama company and i was like man i need to talk to this guy we in alabama that like to crappie fish need to know about eye hole jigs for for segment number one i'd love to introduce to y'all blake phillips the owner the creator the man behind eye hole jigs what's going on blake hey guys how are y'all doing thank you for having me absolutely buddy thank you for giving us some time and enjoying us today man first of all tell us what the eye hole jig is me and my wife, were, you know, got into crappie fishing. We started using those crappie nibbles, and they just they wouldn't stay on the hook. And she couldn't throw it off. It'd fall off every fish. And uh, she had kind of gotten frustrated with it, and I was just trying to figure out a better way to, you know, keep that crappie nibble on. And um, and uh, just trying to make my wife happy, you know, went home and figured out to build a little scent cavity in the jig head. And um, we've been kind of going crazy from there. <laughs> How did you build that? I mean, what when you say a, a scent cavity, what what is it? Uh, when I started, you know, I took, you know, I was trying to find a place, you know, where can I put this? You know, it doesn't work on the hook. So where the eyes were, I just took a drill press and drilled out the eyes. And um, I don't recommend that. You can lose a thumb. <laughs> but um, 
do that, then it worked. I'm like, holy crappy, we're onto something now. Since then, we've been expanding it and modifying it and bettering it and uh, just growing rapidly with it. We have uh, 14 different models now. Everything's computer generated and um, made here in America. So what you're doing basically is you got a jig, you know, like you said, lots of different models, colors, skirts, but there is a, a hole through the jig head and you actually, what you can do is take that crappie niblet, the scented, uh, they're colored, they're scented, and you actually push it into the hole, right? Yeah, right where the eyes go. It's kind of, you know, you change the color of the eyes if you want. It'll stay in there for multiple fish. There's no longer one. You don't have to let them dry out on your deck. And there's no longer one nibble, one fish. You'll, you know, you'll catch a dozen or so without having to change a nibble. How often do you need to, uh, if you don't lose it, if it doesn't actually come off, which it sounds like it doesn't very often, how long does, a, uh, if you're fishing with it, what kind of time frame do you need to go between pushing it out and pushing another one in? Do those niblets, do they lose scent over time, I would think? No, not really. It kind of, you know, it kind of works its way out and, you know, a little bit at a time. But it doesn't take much scent, to tell you the truth. And quite actually, we have found out, even without the scent in there, what it's done is that little air cavity causes a bubble. And it changes the way the jig falls in the water and, and displaces water. And they will attack it without the sin in it because of that hole in it. That's really cool. So what I love about this story so far is this all came together and came to fruition because you was trying to make mama happy. That's right. My wife, it was, uh, it was, it was right. It's all her fault. It was, uh, it's all her fault, but, uh, yeah, it was frustrating her to, it wouldn't stay on. She couldn't cast it on and I was catching more fish than she was and, she was uh, not using it. We were in the tournaments, and we needed to win. And so I was just trying to make my wife happy. You know, it was just I couldn't believe it worked when it worked. And I was just like, oh, no, we're on to something here. We're on to something. You know? So when you figured out, you drilled that first one with a drill press, you like, oh, my gosh, this works. And not only does it work, man, we're catching fish with this sucker. How did you go from you with a drill press to mass producing these things? When I started doing it, I was trying to be sneaky. I needed, I got a jeweler in uh, New York City to make spin cast molds for me. That's what I got. We got our start. We were able to ramp up production there. And um, now I have a caster that casts them all for me in Warsaw, Missouri. And then uh, me and my wife, we do all the painting and clearing and packaging and shipping from here. So they're casted in Warsaw because we couldn't keep up with the production here by ourselves. And we got with the company's been doing it for 35 years. So our quality just went way up too. Oh so yeah. It was a good move. That's a great move. Well, it sounds like that this thing, uh, from what I'm hearing from different fishermen, you and your wife are, uh, staying pretty busy painting jig heads. <laughs> yes, sir. We are. It's a mess. We've been real fortunate and blessed and, you know, it's been a learning curve and we've, Giving it everything we've got, you know, we got our heart and soul in it. And fortunately, we figured out how to do it. That was the hardest part. There was one thing to make a hundred of them. There's another thing to make a thousand of them. But it's another whole ball game to try to make 20,000 or 30,000. It's just, it's just another level. And once we figured out how to do that, now it's time to really keep moving forward with it. And that was the hardest part to learn how to mass produce it. Sure. So if you had to guess a month, which you probably ain't got to guess, you probably know, and you ain't got to tell me, but I mean, wh how many of y'all painting a month? Oh my goodness. Oh, it's, uh, it's crazy. Just this week we did over 20,000. So Good gracious. You know, to keep up, we need to get it somewhere. We need to be doing that every week. It was a busy week this week. All our, we had a bunch of new stores come in. We've kind of really had to hustle. But we need to be doing that about every, we need to do that every week of the year to make, you know, to make a, a go of it for sure. Man, that's a lot of jigs. That's oh, a congratulations, yes, uh, man. Because, well, what it tells me is, is that the dang thing, the, it obviously works. You obviously got something that so, so rarely in the fishing industry, 
do we see something really new and innovative that comes out? So congratulations for finding that niche product that you found and just with the amount of jigs that you guys are moving now and the way that it's growing, it obviously works. And that's just, that's so cool, man, that you, that you started just the way that you started out of y'all's house and it's just continuing to grow exponentially right now. How many stores are you guys in? We just finished up. We picked up. We're just right at a hundred, give or take two or three. Our stores, they just, they just keep snowballing. They'll start off small and then they'll build up. And because, I mean, if you don't have repeat customers, you're nothing. And so for our stores to be growing with the sales that they're doing, it's just, it's, we're very fortunate. You know, they're, they're, they're giving us the end caps now. They're, it's crazy. I just, I can't explain it. Well, we're right at a hundred stores now. Man, that's great. Congratulations on that. So is this something, Blake, that, you know, I don't know what your background is. Have you always been in the, in the fishing industry or, you know, or were you just a guy that liked to fish and, and found this product? Yeah, I've always, I've been in like the, the commercial side of it, the guiding, the uh, commercial fishing, the tournament angling and all that. And I've always dreamed of this, but everything else I made in the past, it was just a, a better war horse or a better this. It was nothing unique. It was nothing that I could call my own. And um, stumbling on this was just, you know, it was just timing and, you know, it was just, it was like for a lot, you know, it was godsend, you know, it was just, it's an amazing thing. It was like, there it is. This is it. You know, this is the one. And, um, we put our heart and soul in it and it's proven to be the one it's the, it's the ticket, man. That's so cool. That's so cool. Blake. Well, Hey, look now the, the, you know, I know that you, you guys have your hands full with what you're doing, but I mean, have you thought about how are you planning on expanding this to different type lures? Yeah, I have it in a worm weight. I've done it with salt water. I've made them up to nine ounces for halibut fishing. Uh-huh. And then on the bass side, I've done a couple of shaky heads, and uh, I did a worm weight. We got a patent pendant on a worm weight that that holds it. And um, just imagine the worm weight when it bounces, that little sense bursting out. Oh and yeah. Those, it just on a bedding bass, it's that extra little bite that you get. We tested those out on Ufala with oh, uh, David Andrews. He was hooked <laughs> real quick. That's awesome. But um, they, the, the bass really eat them up too. You know, he never heard of it either. But once we put those things in there, it, was, it just made the difference on getting that bite and not getting that bite. Right. Uh, man, that's, that's really cool stuff. So if somebody is wanting to give these things a try, uh, maybe order some, is it best for them to find a, a local, how do you, how would, how would one of our list, some of our listeners that may be interested, how would they go about getting them Blake? Do they need to find a local store that has them or they can, can they go to your website and order them straight from there? Well, they can always go to our website. Um, I hold jig just singular.com, but we're in like in, if you're in Gunnersville, we're in GTO and waterfront. If you're, um, over in Oxford, we're in the tackle box. Down on Weiss, we're in Coosa Corner there. Um, on Eufaula, you know, we got like three or four st- scattered there. And then on the Georgia line, you know, we got stores all scattered out through there. We're in most of the lakes. Just ask for us, you know, when you go in the store. And um, if we're not there, they'll be calling us. We'll be there shortly. But it's nice for them to ask in the stores because we really like the small mom and pops to benefit from this. Absolutely. Uh, but worst case scenario, go to iholdjig.com. You'll at least get a handwritten note from Reese and a little surprise in every. every That's order. awesome. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, sound like, sound like she, she's writing a lot of letters right now. A lot of handwritten notes. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely writing some notes. She, and might then, need to uh, get a, she might need to get her a stamp and start stamping those, those notes. Well, she's got uh, my daughter made a little stamp for a little thing to go on the back of the envelope, but no, she hand writes them and, um, she actually keeps track of all the, the reorders and she'll make sure she doesn't write the same note or give them the same little surprise. Cause she always puts this, you know, she thinks there should be a gift with purchase. So she always puts a little surprise bit of, uh, it may be a hair jig. It may be a soft plastic or a different type of head we make or 
she stays on that. She's amazing. I'm very fortunate. Hey, she, man. Uh, uh, nothing like a nothing like these uh, a good woman to to help us be successful in whatever we do that's for sure these 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 good wives make all the difference the best man for a job is a woman <laughs> yeah yeah I, hear, yeah I hear that my wife would agree <laughs> all right oh, yeah. man. She's, uh, she's the backbone i hear you well it sounds like you guys are on to something that's special and it's uh, we're excited that that you're an alabama company uh american made and uh man guys if y'all are listening crappie fishermen give i hold jigs a try uh believe me we've got guys on this show that y'all hear that catch as many crappies anybody in the country and they're fans of it so uh it it must work so Hey, Blake, man, thank you for joining us and giving us some time. And we look forward to, to watching I hold jig as it continues to flourish and grow and best of luck to you and your wife. Well, thank you so much. And, um, I appreciate it. And, um, we thank everybody for the support. We really do from the bottom of our hearts. Well, good deal, man. All right, Blake, take care, buddy. And I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Peace out. All right. Bye. All right, guys, let's take just a few minutes and hear from one of this week's sponsors fishing chaos do you fish in a club do you manage a club does your club hold fishing tournaments if the answer is yes to any of these now is the time to reach out to fishing chaos get your club listed and managed on fishing chaos now for free contact jesse wilson for details at 256-508-1853 or go to fishingchaos.com to schedule a demo and brought to you by Boaters List is your new reliable and fast resource designed to link everyone to everything on the water. If you own or run a boat, you know how difficult it can be to find the right company for the task at hand. Boaters List makes it easy to find the service you're looking for. Locate anything from fuel docks to service repairs or rentals of large yachts or even paddle boats and all things in between at boaterslist.com. They will always strive to make it better on the water. And brought to you by northalabama.org. Are you looking for a real adventure? Whether you are experienced or just a weekend angler looking to land a big one, North Alabama is the place to go for your next fishing expedition. North Alabama is home to eight pictures lakes, Pickwick, Wilson, Wheeler, Weiss, Smith, Neely Henry, Lake Gunnersville, and Bear Creek Lakes. Each lake is well stocked with a variety of fish, and in North Alabama, fishing is great year-round. For more information, visit www.northalabama.org and click on Plan to download a North Alabama fishing guide. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Awesome first segment, man. I, I was looking forward to getting Blake on with our whole jigs. It's, it's just so cool to hear a success story, not just in the fishing industry, but from a guy in Alabama that started this thing and is still running this thing out of his house. Uh, but it sounds like he won't be able to, he may be looking for a location soon the way he's growing, man, 20,000 producing 20,000 uh, jigs a week is quite a feat. So uh, congrats to Blake, but Hey, let's get to our second segment and talk with Ty Cox. I've uh, been fishing on Pickwick. Ty, what's going on, my friend? How are y'all today? Man, we are good. We're just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm probably, I haven't been out on the lake a whole lot lately. So I'm, I'm probably a little warmer than you guys have been. That's probably a little chilly on the water right now, huh? Hey, I'm going to tell you, it's been cold. That's for sure. Which, I mean, with the cold the cold weather, you know, there's some folks that it slows down a little bit. So uh, I've been taking advantage of that some and going deer hunting. And Heck, yeah. It's been a good one. Man, that's good. You done any good in, in deer hunting? Man, I actually, uh, I killed one last Friday. I've been hunting the deer all year, all year long. I ain't pulled the trigger in which our, our season closes this weekend. So he made me wait all season, but I finally got to pull the trigger once. Well, good, man. Was it good deer? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a ten point had a drop time on it, so that, nice. that was pretty cool. First one, I, first one I ever killed with a drop time, so I was tickled with him. Heck yeah, man! Heck yeah! Well, I I have not done much hunting at all in Alabama this year. I've only been a handful of times, but uh, I got to go up to Kentucky with my bow and uh, took got to take my senior in high school up there with me on his first. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and uh, we both we both killed good deer up there, so. 
They got them up there in western Kentucky, man. Yeah, I'm going to go on and tell you, man, it's uh, north Mississippi where we hunt. It's usually, it's tough hunting in general, but I'm going to be honest, this has been one of probably the worst seasons I've ever seen it up up where we hunt, and it's uh, it's been tough for everybody. Where in north Mississippi are you? Uh, I hunt, uh, it's going to be close to Ripley, Mississippi. It's close to where I was actually born and raised. I've hunted up there all my life. We're in a little hunt club. It's got about five, about 4,500 acres, and it's just one of them deals where I always hunt up there. I hunted up there with my dad when I was a kid and my grandfather. And Is it in the Delta? No, it's not in the Delta. Okay. No. It's going to be northeast Mississippi. It's, it's up in the hills. Okay. It's, it's, it's the hills and the hollers of Mississippi. There you so, go. You drop off into that hunt. Delta area, things change, man. It's, uh, oh, yeah, you get in that flat country, they, they biggins walking around there everywhere. It, it, I tell people all the time, I'm like, because I lived a lot of my life and most of my adult life in Mississippi and, of course, hunted. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, man, how's, how's the hunting in Mississippi and Alabama? Are they about the same? I'm like, no, not even, not even <laughs> real close. It, well, I, I take that back. It's exactly the same until you get into the Delta. You get along that Mississippi River, but those areas on the Big Black and then north of, of, of Jackson there, and you drop off in the Delta, well, it, it's a different world. Mm-hmm. I tell I got some buddies that hunt over there in the Delta, and I tell them we're in a big group snap, our group message chat deal, and I tell them every deer season, I'm like, y'all boys just don't really realize how good y'all have it. I said, y'all want to come pull y'all's hair out over deer hunting, y'all come hunting the hills with us. It's a totally different game, man. Ain't no doubt about it. Well, yeah. let's talk about fishing, man. So where you been fishing lately? Man, I've been on Pickwick some. Uh, I actually went uh, Monday afternoon. We went out for a little while, and it was it was more it was more one of them bad days than it was a good day. But but it it warmed up a little bit, so it just felt good to be out there. Heck yeah! Uh, it was, it, it's a lot better. I mean, it's been, there's been some days we ain't even broke freezing around here. So it was, it got up to about 50 that day. So it was just nice to be out there and not freeze to death. Oh yeah, man. Absolutely. Well, are the fish on a, are you still like, it's, it's been really weird. Uh, the last several weeks on the podcast here, you know, with this colder weather, finally moving in the States, mm-hmm. you know, I really expect, uh, expect our callers to, to be talking about you know uh, wintertime patterns a little deeper water but it seems like i mean these everybody we've had all been like man they're they're shocked because they're catching fish so shallow right now yeah um, um what are the fish in pickwick so doing man so there's really two deals we've been doing you can you can go up to the dam right now and catch some which of course you can always catch them up there in the winter you know i mean there's some biting up there somewhere um it's really a numbers game up there. Uh, you can go up there and catch a bunch of fish on a crankbait or Alabama rig, you know, just going going down the bank, fishing the current eddies and stuff like that. But we've been fishing mostly down the lake, just throwing tra- uh, traps and chatterbaits, I mean, up up around the grass, which, I mean, I know I said that the last time I called, but, but them them fish hang around for the beginning, beginning of fall to – you know, the, when they get ready to spawn, them fish relate on pitwick so much to grass. And, I mean, you can really do the same thing for them several months and not really have to adjust much. Um, which, of course, there's some days that it's better than others. But um, Right. I've noticed I've noticed that uh, we've lost a lot of our grass from a couple months ago. Uh, a couple months ago, you could go around a big portion of the lake and find grass on just about every, every bar or you know every good little pocket you come to and now uh in the past couple two weeks which we had a lot of rain and big flood and they pulled a lot of current so i figured that had a lot to do with it but man there's a uh, there's a lot of places on the lake that, that the grass is gone it's uh it's disappeared on us does pickwick do they do they drop their water in the winter like a lot of our watershed lakes on the coosa or do they keep yeah, it? it uh it's gonna fluctuate more to <clears throat> about five foot just from summer pool to winter pool mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of times i mean this year a, a lot of times but when they drop it down to winter pool you know they'll keep it uh winter pool but this year man they sucked the bottom out of it like they went a foot and a half below winter pool i mean the the lowest i've ever seen the lake and then we had a big big rain uh, week there where it rained just about every day and a couple weeks ago and man that the lake shot up from like 408 to 415 and a half. 
just overnight of course then they start pulling all that current and that's that's what rips the grass up which of course most of the grass is dead anyways right you know being winter and that's uh that's that's what happened to the grass i mean it just that current just washed it all out and ripped it up which it's not good for this time of year because that's what you're gonna catch a lot of your better fishing right but there's still an area too that's got some grass in it that was protected from the current and uh i know uh it's uh there's still fish hanging out around in them areas so so it ain't all gone how deep are you how deep were have you were you catching them this week I'm on well, with that water being up, it was probably seven foot. But normally, I mean, when it's the best, it's about four to five foot. Um, uh, the best, you want it to where you can just, where you can reel that rattle trap and chatterbait and just tick the top of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. With a half ounce. But the water had actually went up so much that we was having to, you couldn't feel the grass with your rattle trap and your chatterbait so you had to move up a size like a go to a three quarter or even a one ounce that way you could actually tick the grass when he was reeling it through there but that's the key is to be able to tick is to be able to hit the top of that grass and oh yeah and you, you get just that you reaction. want to tick that grass yeah, yeah. You, they can be grass down there but if you ain't getting your bait on the top of it you know you ain't doing much real you ain't doing much good man that's that's good advice right there does color seem to have any bearing on it this year? Uh, it's time of year, or man, I mean, it's just same way we're here and about every other Tennessee River Lake. You know that red's the way to go. You know that Raven Red or any, any kind of just crawfish pattern. Which I, I we actually caught a, a good bit of a fish on a white one this year, or well, I'd say this year before before the New Year's back in right. November and December. Which that was something pretty that I hadn't done often. I usually just throw red all the time, but we we caught a good bit of uh, fish on a bone colored bait. But but yeah, mostly red, especially right from now till you know from now to the first of March, red definitely. But yeah, of that's no secret. Like I said, yeah, yeah, right. Or you catching uh, are you catching large mouth or spots or or small mouth yeah, large, still large, a factor? Large mouth, which when you if you go up there to the dam, like I was talking about earlier you know fishing them current yetis with the crank but like a dt8 or, or a 10 or a 6 and then the alabama you'll catch a bunch of smallmouth up there and you'll catch some spots too but mostly down the lake in the grass it's mostly large mostly large mouth down there good mm-hmm. stuff yeah and it, it's a lot better quality down the lake too in the grass i know my dad and my dad and his fishing partner they fish a little deal that we got going on in the winter here it's called the the winter trail it's just they have a tournament every other weekend during the winter it'd be two two weekends a month during the winter they've been doing pretty much the same thing throwing that trap and chatterbait in that grass on the lake and they've had good sacks i mean they've had anywhere from 19 to 21 pounds in them wow yeah they ain't catching a lot of fish but they're good quality fish but good quality fish so if you want to catch a lot of fish just go to the dam and you can catch yeah, small mouth spots. And don't get, and uh, don't get, it's not going to be, I mean, not all of them going to be small. You will catch some good fish up there, but you'll catch more numbers. More there, numbers. You know what I'm right. saying? More, <clears throat> but, more two pounders than you will down on the lake. But you get down on the lake, you'll, if you get bit, it's a good chance it's going to be a four or five pounder. Great fish. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, man, if somebody was going to come in and fish this weekend, what would your tip of the day be? Man, uh, <laughs> well, past week or so as as slow as the bite has been just don't give up because if you all it takes is to get that rattle trap by the one right patch of grass and you'll have to catch a fish of a lifetime this time of year yeah but uh yeah definitely you know just don't give up i mean fishing is slow but it's about to pick it's about to be wide open for sure yeah we're not Um, it's right around the corner yeah it's just right around the corner and and like and another tip would probably be you know fishing that rattle trap in the grass like i said just you want to you don't want your bait buried up in the grass, but you want it. You just want to feel a little tick of it every now and then. Just enough where you can pop it out of there. Man, that's a great tip that, right there. Yep, that would be a good tip too. Well, good stuff. Well, time in. If somebody wants to book a trip with you and come up there on Pickwick, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, just call or text my cell phone. My my cell phone number would be six six two eight nine one zero one zero four. Or you can reach out to me on our Facebook page. Uh, I get a lot of messages on there, and I, I, I try to do my best about answering them. I try to answer them just as soon as I can get to them. And uh, that, our Facebook page will be First Flight Outdoors, LLC. 
First Flight Outdoors, LLC. Good stuff, man. Well, Tom, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you jumping on today. Always love having you on the show, man. Look forward to having you on you again, having you on again soon. Yes, sir. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me. All right, buddy. Stay safe out there. Yep. Have a good one. All right, guys. Let's take another few minutes and let's hear from some more sponsors. The hunting exchange. In this day and age, we all know it's a struggle to sell hunting equipment on large social media platforms. And that's where the hunting exchange steps in. Hunting Exchange is an app for iOS and Android that gives you a one-stop shop to buy and sell your hunting gear. Whether you're looking to sell your bow, broadheads, technical apparel, stands, saddles, or anything in between, this secure platform allows you to buy and sell gear with confidence. As a buyer, each dollar you spend is insured by PayPal, and as a seller, there are no hidden charges like other platforms, and listing items are also free. Gone are the days of having listings removed from Facebook and worrying about being banned and removed from groups for wanting to sell something as simple as your bow or a knife. So head on over to the App Store or Google Play and experience a new hassle-free way to buy and sell hunting gear by downloading the Hunting Exchange app today. And brought to you by... Photonist Defense is proud to offer the PD Pro line of night vision systems. The PD Pro series is the world's smallest and lightest night vision goggles built around the Photonist 16mm filmless 4G image intensifier tubes and our hybrid filmless 18mm image intensifier tubes. These ultralight, ultra-compact night vision systems deliver the cleanest image, best resolution, smallest, most transparent halo, and best overall performance and function of any night vision system available. The PD Pro line consists of the PD Pro M 16mm monocular, the PD Pro B 16mm binocular, and the PD Pro Q panoramic night vision system. Photonist Defense, Masters of Darkness. And brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. Hey guys, if you're fortunate enough to own a lake or a pond, then I know you want to get the most out of it as possible. We all want to manage and grow big deer on our place, so why not grow the biggest, most healthy fish possible as well? Give Norman a call at Southeastern Pond Management at 205-288-1371 or just look them up, southeasternpondmanagement.com and they do an incredible job around the state of Alabama and the Georgia, Tennessee. So if you're thinking about building a lake, if you're thinking about redoing an existing pond or lake that you have, restocking, fertilizing, liming, these guys do it all and they do it well. It's what they do for a living. So they're really good at it. And brought to you by Fish Bites. Ready to go when you are, regardless of when you're ready to go fishing. This bait stays on the hook and the fish stay on the bait. Check them out, fishbites.com. Welcome back to the show, guys. A great segment, another good segment from from Pickwick. It sounds like you can still catch a lot of fish up there right now. Maybe a little slower than normal, but if you want to catch numbers, go to the dam. If you want to catch bigger fish, go down the river. Uh, so we appreciate Ty. Y'all give him a call and uh, book your trip up to Pickwick. But let's get to our last segment of the day with my partner, Tucker Smith from the Auburn Fishing Team. Tucker, what's going on, buddy? What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm looking forward to having you on here today. First of all, to talk about fishing, but man, how's life? How's life for Tucker Smith right now? After your big win, your new truck, your new boat, a lot of cash in the bank. Has life changed for Tucker already? It has a lot. It's been a crazy ride, not only winning that tournament, you know, but also the opportunities that it's opened up for me and I'm really happy the way it ended up and super blessed and to be able to be standing here and saying that they were able to win that tournament and, you know, had great success through college so far. So uh, I'm just really blessed uh, where I am right now. Man, you, you are absolutely blessed, no doubt about that. And guys, for, for the listeners that, that may have not heard our segment several weeks ago, a month or so ago now, but Tucker um, and his partner, Logan Parks, uh, entered the the Bass Pro Shop uh, tournament at the end of the year and ended up winning first place up on Table Rock, right? Yes, sir. It, yeah, it was first place at Table Rock. And that, at it Table was, Rock. It was the Bass Pro Shop's U.S. Open. It was uh, November 21st, I think. That's right. That's right. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so Tucker and Logan won that. They, they won a – Want a Toyota truck, nitro boat, and a million dollars. So that's a pretty good day. 
but so I, I, I figured that that your phone had been ringing off the hook and I know you're you're doing interviews and uh, so obviously appreciate you taking the time to get on here we love having you on but so yeah so it's changed a lot for you huh yes sir it's <laughs> it's been crazy we've been doing interviews you know most of them been online through zoom and stuff like that but we've you know been doing them all over from all over the country people calling in it's been really crazy it's been you know not not overwhelming but it's just been just opens your eyes to how big the fishing family really is and how much support that the fishing industry gives you know i mean that everybody's like a big family and this industry it's small but at the same time you know you once you take a step back and look it's really it's really growing so fast and it's huge and everybody seems to be you know super awesome people and um i'm glad that i'm you know working with these kind of people in the fishing industry yeah, really cool, man. Really cool. And, and, you know, I, I know before all this happened, you know, you guys that fish for these colleges like Auburn, I mean, a big part of what you guys do besides fish is y'all, y'all have to, you know, this is not a scholarship from Auburn university situation. So you guys are having to go out there and get sponsors and you're having to work at that and make phone calls and make connections and, and try to get enough sponsors to uh, where y'all can fish all these tournaments that y'all have to fish without a college paying for it. Right. So I, I would imagine that, that, that this, uh, you know, first of all, you and Logan went in team of the year for NCAA and then, and then mm-hmm. went in this, this big tournament. Has that opened up a lot of doors in, and made that part easier and uh you might you've probably gone from a situation like man we got to try to find sponsors to now like man which ones are we going to tell no <laughs> it's been it's been insane you know i've i've had some people that have been supporting me since high school sponsors and um they've you know i've had them reach out they've been you know super excited and then it's also opened some new doors and some new companies have stepped up to the plate too and so really trying to evaluate everything and trying to make good decisions and be smart with it, not rush anything because, you know, some of these people in these companies that you're working with now could be, could be CEOs of another company that you work with down the road. So you want to, um, you don't want to burn any bridges, you know, you want to sure. make sure that you're making the right decisions and what you, and what you do. And, uh, I've been blessed to have this platform that, that we, me and Logan and have, uh, been able to, um, be a part of, you know, and it's, it's really, it's truly amazing. And yeah, I just can't say how blessed I am. I mean, it's been a crazy ride. So is, so now what year are you at Auburn? I'm a sophomore now. It's my first semester of my sophomore year. Okay. So. I was going to say, I, I thought you were a sophomore, but Logan's finishing up. He's done with school now. He's done with school. He's, he's going to be fishing the circuit, you know, the pro tour, but he's, he's also still fishing. He, he's still got some time eligibility at Auburn, right? Is he still fishing with you? Yes, sir. He's fishing with me for, um, he's got six months of eligibility left. So we're still going to finish out this year for college fishing. And then he's going to fish the opens, um, all nine of the opens. I'm, I'm fishing the, uh, Southern opens, uh, this year. So I'm excited for that. The first one's next week at Kissimmee chain in Florida. Awesome, man. Hey, get down there and enjoy some warm weather. Yeah, it's a lot warmer there, but last time we were there down in Florida last week and it was 30 degrees one of the days. So it's been oh, yeah, kind that's of crazy. crazy. That's crazy. That's good though, man. All right. So let's talk about fishing. Where you been fishing lately? I know you went out, you said um, what day for yesterday or yesterday? Yesterday I went to Lake Martin because that's close to, that's close to Auburn. And, uh, I've, I've been at Logan Martin a little bit the past couple weeks. So kind of around here, I've been Martin. Um, those kind of places and Calpus and then uh, when I was at home for the last couple weeks I mostly went to Logan Martin that's kind of where I grew yeah. up fishing well how 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 is the fishing there right now at Martin it was good yesterday I went out there and caught a bunch of fish on my front frontward facing sonar probably caught I'd probably 20 or 30 um, out deep um, but it was fun you know I, that's one of my favorite ways to catch them as y'all could see in the U.S. Open tournament, that's how we caught them. But that's a way that I've liked to fish for a long time. And I really haven't talked about it much because it's kind of been a sneaky technique that I've been using the last few years to catch a lot of fish. And that tournament kind of broadcast that technique. <laughs> but, you know, now that it's 
now that we can talk about it, I'm I'm open to talk about it. But that's one of my favorite ways to fish. All right. Well, well then, well, let's talk about it. So, what are you doing? How you finding a fish and how you catching them? So basically, this time of year when when the bass are around bait fish a lot, um, you know they're fattening up to to spawn. They they're eating a ton of bait. They kind of float out in the middle of the lakes right now, chasing bait balls, and that's that's kind of the thing that um, I look for when I'm kind of fishing this style of fishing, which is what I call you know demiki rig. I guess what that's kind of the rig that um, I use when I when I try to catch these fish. But demiki rig, you kind of you can drop it below the boat or you can cast it out um, in front of the boat. And I mean, live sonar, forward-facing sonar, is kind of a necessity with this technique of fishing you actually i actually use my side scan and my down scan to find bait balls out in the middle of the lake channel swing banks long tapering points you know deep um wind-blown areas places where the bait's going to uh stack up and then once you find those bait balls um you could actually see the fish in the side scan too and then you can drop your trolling motor and catch them so that's how that's kind of what i've been doing this winter so how the the Demiki rig? So explain that setup. Basically, it's a jig head, um, and you put a fluke style bait, like three inch fluke style bait, behind it, on the back of it, and um, you can you can fish it vertically, like I said. You can drop down straight on their heads, or you can uh, you can cast at them from a distance away. I mean, yesterday I was cast, catching fish at seventy five foot, seeing my bait and seeing the fish and watching them come up and eat it. So. Um, they were 75 feet deep, the fish? 75 feet away from the boat. Oh, away from they the boat. Okay. All right. Anywhere from, you know, right at the surface to about 30 feet down. So, but you're looking around and you can see 75, 80 feet away. So you kind of just find those bait balls and find the fish that are feeding on those bait balls. And then you can throw your bait over there and watch it sink down and watch it eat it. Now, how long will that pattern last? I mean, how long will you you be able to do that when, uh, when it warms up, water temperature gets warm, they go to spawning. Um, will that technique kind of be gone for a minute? There's always fish that'll bite that technique. Most of the bigger fish in the springtime move up, so I don't really use it as much. But it's basically kind of a year-round technique that you can always do. And especially right now when the fish are out deep feeding up, they're still shallow too. But I feel like the consistent bite is a deep bite. Um, this time of year and you can go out there and catch a bunch what about the size of the fish on martin um we had one of we had a one of the striped bass guys from lake martin on last week and, and it sounds like the 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 fish are, or the fishing is just getting better and the fish are getting bigger you know year after year have you have you noticed a change in the the size of the fish over the last few years and in, in martin with the introduction of the blue blueback herring and that food source i would say that the size has definitely gotten better with the bluebacks in it there's not a ton of bait fish in in martin i know i mean there's a lot of bait fish in martin but compared to these other lakes there's really not a ton of bait fish so i think that that kind of i mean i've heard a couple a few years ago before i moved to auburn at lake martin uh, when the herring spawn was really good you know you could catch 15 pounds pretty easily out there but um, right now, I mean, I caught some good ones too, two and a quarters, two and a half, but, um, which is a good, good quality fish, a lot of bass, but I think the size is getting better slowly and slowly. If we get a, if we get a good herring spawn, uh, this year, I think the fishing will be a lot better. What about Logan Martin right now? I know you fished it, you, you fished it a good bit lately as well. Yes, sir. Uh, which, you know, I, I don't know why my phone didn't ring and you tell me that you was down there and invite me to come with you. But we'll talk about that. that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast. So I don't want to, I don't want to fuss at you on this podcast. We'll do that on another one. But yeah, so I know Logan is a is a fantastic lake. Are the fish still biting good there? It is a fantastic lake. The pressure on the lake right now. There's a lot of people fishing out there, so it's gotten a little bit tougher. You know, the current. They really over the last couple of years, they've been kind of changing the current situation where they'll. When there's a big rain, they'll run it really hard for a few days when it's raining and uh, get all that water out. And it really, they haven't been running it constantly like they have the past, you know, let's say like three years and uh, past that when they ran kind of the same current for two weeks long when we had a good rain. They've kind of messed with the current a little bit. So it's made it tougher. The fish don't position as well, but there's still big ones. And 
last time I went out there, I probably had around 15 pounds, caught, you know, I'd say probably 10, 15 bass, but good quality. Um, when the water gets cold and it gets muddy and we get a good rain and they pull a lot of water, um, the fishing gets good. And it seems like the quality average goes up when you're um, fishing out there. So um, I'd say it's, pre- it's pretty good for this time of year. Well, good deal, man. Well, what you got coming up next? What tournament you got next? Uh, you got you, Kissimmee, right? Is that what you said? So that's where you'll be next weekend? Yes, yeah, so sir. I've got Semi Chain. It's the first Southern Open of the year. Um, next week, I'm fishing the Southern Opens, uh, which is three tournaments. And uh, Logan Parks, my fishing partner, is fishing. He's fishing all nine because he's done with college now. So uh, I'm still in college, fishing college with him, but he doesn't have to worry about school. So he's fishing all nine, and I'm fishing three of them and finishing out college. And then I'm going to slowly move to more Opens and more Opens uh, as I go. Absolutely, man. Well, the future's bright for you and Logan. I know that you guys are going to be successful. Uh, and, and and I know y'all are going to do good as you, as you continue to move up and, and hey, man, how about our basketball team down there? <laughs> They've been doing pretty good. I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, doing, pretty good. Doing, pretty good's an understatement, team. man. This is right. They're doing incredible right now. Uh, Bruce are. Pearl has done a fantastic job with that team. He has. I, I like watching basketball a lot. You know, it's it's something to help make up for our football team this year. So I like watching it. Exactly, exactly. If you can get a ticket, that's the hard part right now. Is if you can get one, and and then if you can afford it, which is is hard for a lot of exactly. people right now because they're so dang expensive. There's people. There's been people sleeping outside of the stadium waiting to get in. That's what I heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard people were camping out. Students were camping out to, to try to get tickets for the next day. But I talked to a guy that was at the Kentucky game, and he's got he's a season ticket holder. Uh, but he said the two people that were sitting next to him both paid twelve hundred dollars per ticket. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine? <laughs> that, that is terrible. <laughs> That's That's so expensive. That is really wanting to watch a game bad. That's crazy. Yeah, it really is. Anyway, Hopefully hey Tucker, not. man, if somebody if what if somebody's uh going to come to the Coosa Chain of Lakes, uh Logan Martin, Lake Martin Lay this weekend over the next couple of days, what's your tip of the day? My tip of the day would be pay attention to your graphs, you know, understand what you're looking at, practice using your graphs because that's the way the sport's going right now learn as much as you can and spend as much time on the water as you can and uh, you know trust your graphs don't tournaments recently that i fish sometimes i won't even make a cast just because i've been able to trust my graphs and know that what i'm looking at is fish so trust your graphs and pay attention to them and uh you should be good if you uh get your mind on those graphs and understand what they're what they're looking at so that's great advice man good tip well, good luck to you down on Kissimmee. I know you'll do good, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you again soon, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. Let's take a few more minutes and hear from some more of our sponsors. MB Ranch King hunting blinds and feeders are built to last right here in the USA. With durability and convenience in mind, MB Ranch King's maintenance-free blinds are built and constructed with high-grade steel and come in a variety of sizes to meet any hunter's needs. We also offer high-quality, easy-to-use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or get a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King, built in the pursuit of perfection. And brought to you by fish bites whether you're hitting the sand with set rigs using the traditional scent strips for papano or fishing the flats or marshes for speckled trout redfish or flounder fish bites has something for you family owned and operated in saint augustine florida they pride themselves on making reliable consistent fishing products for anglers of all ages around the world fish bites baits and lures are made with pride in the Sunshine State, USA. Check out the full line of scented saltwater and freshwater baits at fishbites.com. And brought to you by... The Alabama Marine Resources Division reminds all recreational anglers possessing great trigger fish, greater amberjack, or red snapper that they must report these fish through snapper check before they land in Alabama. For more information about snapper check, please visit outdoorsalabama.com. 
All right, guys, welcome back to the show. And man, what a good show it has been. Got to talk to the owner, creator of our whole jigs. Then got to go up to Pickwick with Ty Cox and ended up with Tucker Smith on the Coosa chain. Man, a lot of good information on this on this segment on this week's podcast. So, hey, guys, that's going to be a wrap for the day show. But y'all be sure and spread the word, man. Spread the love. The podcast is growing, and we're thankful for that. We appreciate all you guys who consistently listen and tell their friends about it. But keep spreading the word for us out there. Share us on uh, on your social media platforms. And if you would like us to email you the show, you know we'd love to do it. All you have to do is text the word fishing to 314-665-1767, and we will email you the show, make it simple for you each and every week. But that is going to be a wrap for today's show. Hey, guys, stay safe out there on the water. Enjoy this beautiful state of Alabama and what we're blessed with to be able to go out and enjoy. Take care, guys. Talk to you all next week. This week's Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report has been brought to you by OutdoorAlabama.com. That's where I learned the basics of how to hunt and fish, including what's in season and which license to buy. Learn more at OutdoorAlabama.com. Go hunt, go fish, get outdoors. This message was brought to you by the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. And brought to you by... Killer Dock. Check out the full line of all natural dock enhancing fish cleaning stations at KillerDock.com. And brought to you by Brian Sand with National Land Realty. You already trust me with your fishing report, so trust me to help you find or sell that next piece of property as well. Just give me a call at 601-383-2344. And by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Become a better southern hunter and angler and pick up your copy today wherever fine magazines are sold or save a bundle online at greatdaysoutdoors.com and by southeastern pond management if you want to grow big fish or healthier fish or just get your lake in better shape call southeastern pond management you can call norman latona at 205-288-1371 or just look them up southeasternpondmanagement.com and and give norman a call and brought to you by boaterslist.com do you own your own company that needs to reach boaters anglers and marine enthusiasts Sign up for free today to grow your business on boaterslist.com.